Hey, Tom. Hey, JC. It's good to see you. I, I can literally see you. I can see you. I can reach out and touch your face because Tom is in the studio this evening. Ooh. Yes, we're here. This is a semi-live edition of the Cheaters Never Pin podcast. I mean, it's live for us now. Right. And then, really, we only record this for the two of us. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, all of y'all are just bonuses. Yeah. Uh, especially all of the new people that have jumped on board lately. Hi. Welcome. Yeah. We're glad you're here. Yes. Welcome aboard the Cheaters Never Pin train chew 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 anyway yeah so this is gonna be an interesting show tonight because uh well there's not a lot happening right now no we're, we're gonna end up talking about somebody dying i'm sure oh yeah uh edge's mom oh yeah <laughs> had that one prepared it was yeah. in the show notes <laughs> very nice yeah uh especially after a very lackluster week of wwe this week I should really be watching the product, I guess, maybe. I I've I I will admit to the listening audience that I have not even approached watching Raw this week because I couldn't watch it live on Monday. It is difficult for me to watch it live on Monday and then I saw everyone talking about it and said, Nah, I don't really want to I'd say yeah, spoiler alert, you didn't miss anything Monday. No. Yeah. And then we'll talk about the best part of Tuesday too. Did you, did you watch SmackDown last night? No. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Okay. Cool. Well, this will be fun then. This is going to be a much better episode than we had anticipated of the podcast. <laughs> so uh, let's start the let's start this damn thing off, Tom. Oh, how would we do that, Jason? Uh, can you ring the bell for me, buddy? Sure. You're listening to the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast, a proud part of the Section 328 Network, bringing you all the best in wrestling from WWE, New Japan, and beyond. Now, live from ringside, it's Mr. Workrate and JC. Oh, buddies, that's right. It's the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast. That gong is larger than you think it is. <laughs> I'm JC. Here next to me at the commentary table to the stars is my good buddy, Mr. Workrate, Tom. Like, I don't even know how you fit it in this apartment. It's really Really, Ikea, it's an Ikea gong, so it came in a really small box of about 45 pieces. Oh, it's, you just assembled. So if you hit it too hard, it's just going to collapse into a bunch of little tiny gongs? Yes, I believe it's called the Schmervgen. Oh. So, yes. That's not the direction I thought that Ikea would have gone in that. No. Anyway. <laughs> <sighs> I'm glad we're here to talk about nothing that happened this week. That was pretty much the show, I thought. Good night, everyone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, well, let's oh, let's start off with my fun my fun thing from Monday. Me fun? I thought that was like a Chinese food menu Did item. I really say me fun? No, but I just decided oh. to say it anyway. It's <laughs> like I wouldn't doubt that I said that, but all right. Um, so my best part of SmackDown Tuesday night, uh, they do Jeff Hardy's 20th anniversary celebration, right? I saw that they were doing something like that. Okay. Yeah. And that, that's all I know. So uh, he comes out, they play like a big video package retrospective on his career, which is, of course, really well done because it's a WWE package. And he then, you know, talks, you know, cuts a promo and all, you know, the whole locker room's kind of out on stage watching and applauding and out there kind of celebrating. And then Joe's music hits. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. So the Joe comes out and he's like, man, congratulations, Jeff. But I don't really think we should have a bottle of champagne around you right now. <laughs> it's a Shane like goes running after him. And then Jeff's like, no, let him talk. Let him talk. And he goes, man, I, I'm sure you really enjoyed watching that video package because I don't think you were probably coherent for most of it. <laughs> oh, so this brings me to my shoot, brother. 
This brings me to my first thing I wanted to bring up tonight. How happy I am that WWE is going down this weird work shoot path lately. Because you had this stuff with, with Ronda and Nikki. <laughs> yeah. And then now you've got this. And then, uh, you know, the Daniel Bryan Miz stuff that had gone on the whole time. Bryan was out. Man, it makes wrestling feel so much better, doesn't it? Well, I mean, that was one of the things that you have to eventually appeal to the, I won't say the smart fans, but I mean the hardcore fans at this point, because Raw and SmackDown have been exclusively for the, just the random folks flipping channels at this point. The filthy casuals, if you will. So let's throw the hardcore fans a bone here that actually know their history and know Jeff Hardy's deep secrets and all that type of thing. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought it was really like they've taken this like sharp turn into that territory lately. And it seems more with SmackDown than Raw, too. I mean, Raw's just, I mean, kind of straightforward, but it's Raw's always been kind of the kind of generic show almost. And SmackDown's yeah. been the, we're not really focusing that much on it. So do do what you need to do over there to make it seem more interesting. They're a little bit more willing to take chances on SmackDown, at least for now. Well, much like their theme song, Take a Chance. It's one of their songs. I don't know. I found it on iTunes one time. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> you know you're too far down the rabbit hole when you've downloaded all the like sub-theme songs for every WWE show, and they're just like <laughs> in a playlist. Like, oh yeah, you remember this one from SmackDown 2012? Remember when this was the official song of Breaking Point? <laughs> I just wish they'd go back to Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. Yes. That was, let's see, that was Raw Attitude Era. for that was SmackDown. Well, they used it for Raw Attitude Era for a short period of time. You're right. And then it kind of went off, and then, yeah, I remember they used it for SmackDown as well. That that was a more extended period of time they used that. But Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was always one of my favorites. I was... That and then the uh, Raw is War intro that was just the screaming that you never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Can't do a good JR. <laughs> Let, let's fight on top of a building that is exploding and bombs are dropping. <laughs> Everyone, except for Stone Cold, who's just walking through the, the destruction while everything's yeah. exploding. Every 55-gallon drum is on fire. Yeah. It it was basically Double Dragon. <laughs> I would love to see in 20 years when they're like, how did you come up with that? And it's like, oh, goddamn Double Dragon. <laughs> Vince, how do you know about Double Dragon? I don't, it's a great game. I play it on my NES all the time. <laughs> That's what I'm doing in Gorilla. That and Bubble Bobble. You know Vince plays some bubble bobble. Vince was all about some Qbert, I feel like. <laughs> Look at that fat guy jump around those cubes. He's cursing, but it's just characters. <laughs> He's on the side of the cube. What is that? <laughs> that was an unexpected bit. Yeah. Vince playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be its own podcast, I yes. think. But you, you'd have to do it completely. So it's that whole podcast is someone doing Vince McMahon voice, just reviewing current. Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> Found my white horse. <laughs> I have a $40 bounty. <laughs> I haven't done anything but play cards. I've got 300 missions left to do. <laughs> 
I was a hero once, but then I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> I would love to see Vince play like an open-ended role-playing, like massively open-world game like Skyrim. <laughs> so, what, what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> like, Vince, you got to make your own story. That's all I do for a living! God damn it! I'm walking. I'm still walking. I'm still walking. I think even better than the Vince Review Podcast would be a Vince Twitch channel. (laughs) (laughs) Just to see him try to deal with, like, trolls in chat while he's playing a video game. Up, up, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Xavier Wood, since you're listening, we know. uh, If you could make that happen at least for April Fool's Day and it just become the Vince McMahon video game channel. Okay, so uh, by whatever coincidence, I'll segue into this. Uh, I was watching Up, Up, Down, Down today, and they had Edge and Christian on there. Now, I don't know if it's technically was one that was released today or just a recent one, but I happened to just see it today. And Edge and Christian played one of my favorite, oh, one of my favorite series, not necessarily the year, but NHL 95. Okay. And Christian, uh, they tell the story about how it was the only fist fight they ever got into <laughs> because they would, and I, I can totally identify with this. They would have these in college, they would have tournaments and all these type of things. And Christian was generally the best at it, but edge says he was fine too. And then they had one, I guess, tournament and edge won, and Christian got pissed off. They got into a fist fight and then he proceeded to run down the road and, Edge had to chase after him in his car. <laughs> they tell the whole story, but watching them play, I don't believe Christian. Really? I was watching him play as Detroit in NHL 95, one of the best teams that you could be. Right. And he couldn't pull off anything. <laughs> so I don't know if over time and concussions that he's forgotten button combinations that he's supposed to do, but it was just, <laughs> he is not as strong as he thinks he is. And, uh, Jay, if you're out there listening to the podcast, I will challenge you to a game of NHL 95, and I will embarrass you. <laughs> Did you Have you seen the uh, first episode of the new season of The Edge and Christian Show? Not yet. I've been saving it for my children as well because they are massively excited about yeah. this. Um, just to, I, I did watch it Monday night. It's awesome. I've been told that it's just like any <laughs> other show. There, there are a couple of bits that may miss here and there, but... I didn't think any of the bits missed. It just, everything feels so disjointed within that show sometimes because just random things will pop up. Uh, you know, they'll have their like one like arcing storyline that will take up maybe three minutes of the entire show. Right. And then there's all the skits. So uh, to spoil part of it, there is uh, Samoa Joe's in a skit. Oh, they've been pushing that all oh, over yeah. the place. The, the Girl Scout cookie one. Yeah. Where, you know, if you're not ordering Samoa's. He's going to attack you. <laughs> oh. And I mean, that's that's the beauty of that show is that my kids that do not understand 95% of the inside references that Edge and Christian are using in that show still love that show because yeah. of how entertaining the two of them are. Because they can get anything over. Yeah. I mean, they got standing still for five seconds over as a bit. Well, I mean, it's for the benefit of those with flash oh, photography. That's true. It's uh, just being considerate. 
and it just adds more dumb content to the network. And I say that in a positive way. Right. Did you ever finish watching the or uh, watch the Hardy Halloween special? Yes. That was the dumbest thing I've ever watched. It was it was beautifully <laughs> I dumb. Because what made me think it was talking about the five second pose when the conquistadors show up yeah. and they stop moving for a minute and Hardy goes off on them about doing a five second pose. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. The, check that out if you haven't already. I know it's not Halloween anymore. Doesn't but matter. We watched no. it. My parents hadn't seen it, so we I made them watch it at Thanksgiving. And, and you know giggle. they were just giggling the entire time because that's all you can do. Evil robot Shane Helms in the yellow <laughs> outfit, which is perfect because if you are a Green Lantern fan, you know that Green Lantern's like enemy Sinestro is based on a yellow outfit. So. Oh, I didn't know that. No, today yeah. I learned. Yeah, what is up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Got to come to the comic shop more often, JC. Ultimate Comics. <laughs> Get the plug in. Uh, but uh, so to counteract uh, all the good stuff that we just talked about, Monday Night Raw happened. Yeah, just get past that and watch Edge and Christian a couple of times. <sighs> this may be one of the worst episodes of Raw I've ever seen. I was going to say the worst and I couldn't commit to it. No, there, there's been, there's always something worse. Yeah, but this one, it was just, this one was like, it just felt like we were trudging through it. Because the opening and closing segments are the exact same. Because we're doing the entire show to get heat. And it being a WWE product, you know, there is never going to be a payoff. It is only, we're just going to keep getting more heat and more heat and more heat. And then we're just going to move on. And like, we'll forget about it. In a couple of weeks, anyway. Right. Like, you look at... And this is this is a minor, minor instance of that. But you go with the whole, like, Titus Worldwide kind of breaking up. And you're like, oh, this could be an interesting, like, month-long, like, little thing. And they each go their own way, whatever. But they just kind of broke up and had... And it just happened. They died. <laughs> no, Titus didn't. Because he's the one that helped Seth find Dean Ambrose two weeks ago. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well... <laughs> Titus the wrestler died. Titus the backstage guy in a suit who ends up showing up to charitable events because good, good guy Titus because Titus is a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I just don't I don't understand their fascination right now with just like trying to do everything for heat. And I don't know how they don't know it's just ruining the show. Cuz you know it's it's so Russo-esque. You know what I don't understand? Lucha House Rules. Oh, my God. You mean a handicap match, Tom? And how that's a babyface gimmick that they're going to show up and just... Uh, oh, we're going to make this a handicap match against these heels. Lucha House huh? Rules is basically, yes, we'll have <coughs> three people and that's it, I guess. If, if, yeah. you're, if you're Lucha, you get three. So we... But we need to build off of this eventually. Like you want to, you want to beat comedy or whatever. Have the revival do something and have them like pull. I don't know Drew Gulak or somebody like that out of like to counteract those Lucha House rules because anybody would hate Lucha House rules. It would be Drew Gulak. Well, and they're flipping anyway, and he's been advocating for no flips, and he'd yes. be teaming with the no flip just fist me team of Dash and Wilder. Exactly. And Dawson, there we go, Dash and Wilder. 
I knew what you meant. Two vanilla midgets who can't get over. Stop. Come on, Tom. They keep losing to Lucha House rules. It's three of them. <laughs> but they keep showing up for matches. Just refuse. Because they're getting paychecks. Yeah, that's a good point. They could be wherever, you know, the Ascension is right now. Who? The guys under the arena. Who? Yeah, exactly. You know why they need those paychecks, though? Why is that, JC? Because it's it's holiday time. Is it? Yeah. The decorations were in a dead giveaway. <laughs> yes, the uh, the Cheaters Never Pen studio is gleefully decorated for the holiday. It's so festive. It is. Um, yeah, it's time to buy uh, presents for your, your kids, especially if you're Heath Slater. Yeah. Cause... He definitely has kids and needs that job. Absolutely. I don't know about uh, Dawson and Wilder. But uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they, they have children, too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They're also from backwoods-ass North Carolina. Shout out to shout out all to, of our local fans. Shout out to Joko. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, man. And they got to get all that shopping done. How are they going to do that, Tom? Uh, oh, there are so many ways that one can shop. But I think the main way for, you know, if you don't want to go outside. Because personally, I recommend some of the local stores. Uh, like if you're... Shopping for comics, you know, you go to Ultimate Comics and visit your local comic store to buy stuff there. However, if you're like many people and you shop while you're working or taking a lunch break or just... Oh, it's delightful. (laughs) Or maybe you just want a quick purchase, a download of the Mariah Carey Christmas album. <laughs> or I could just send you a literal box of coal. And when I say that, it's a box that you open up and it's just Michael Cole's voice. <laughs> well, <laughs> just open it and it goes, it's boss time! <laughs> just over and over. <laughs> and who wouldn't want that? Yeah. But... Or uh, you could also buy all of your loved ones an Echo device. Right. Uh, and that way you can give them the joy of the Cheaters Never Pin daily update. Oh, yes. Uh, the, in their flash briefing every day. That is a highlight at our house. It's highlighting many households across the world. Yeah. So if you're buying one of those Echo devices, uh, one would normally think to go to Amazon.com. That's where I would go. I'd right. Open up that app. and Right. But we're going to ask you to do this just a little bit differently. We're going to ask you to go to CheatersNeverPin.com. Yeah. On that webpage, when it opens up, there's going to be a button there for Amazon.com. You click on that button, it'll bring you to Amazon.com just the same way as if you typed it normally. Ooh. But when you shop at Amazon.com, you load up those Echo devices, you purchase the illustrated uh, history, comic book history of professional wrestling. Right. Uh, you pick up. I don't know, some ornaments for the tree, maybe. Maybe a plexiglass holder for your baseball card collection. I don't know. (laughs) Do you need some folding tables to restock from the last year of hardcore matches you've had in your backyard? Yeah, I mean, so many things that you can buy. Load up that shopping cart, that virtual shopping cart. Pay for it. Yeah. 
it's not going to cost you any more than it normally would. Nice. But a portion of that money doesn't go to Jeff Bezos. Nope. It goes to us at Cheaters Never Pan. Yeah, it does. Because screw that guy. Because we want that money in our pockets. Yeah. So that we can buy all those things that we were just talking about. Yeah. So. <laughs> that way I can buy Tom a box of coal to replace his Mariah Carey albums. There's no replacing those. I already had them all. But when I finally rip them from your cold, dead hands, Charlton Heston. You can rip them from my hands, but they're on the cloud, man. You can't take <laughs> away the cloud. You can. I can just go unplug the cloud. No. So, so. You can't unplug the cloud. That's not a thing. You can't do that, JC. <laughs> yeah, you can. That was like two days this past week at my company. <laughs> unplugging a cloud's like a terrorist threat, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, go to Cheaters Never Pin, click the buy on Amazon button, do all your holiday shopping through there, using our referral link, and it kicks a few bucks back towards us, and uh, we greatly appreciate it. We do. Um, so to let the people in on the inside bit about why we were just ranting about Mariah Carey, there, there's not much wrestling stuff to talk about this week, folks, so we're, no. we're just filling time. Uh, <laughs> we got into this argument the other day on Twitter... <laughs> About at Mr. Workrate at MR Workrate, yes, at JC Bobbitt, JCBOBBITT, uh, about different Christmas songs. And there were a ton of people who ended up tagged in this thread, right? And the debate ended up becoming, and I started it, this was all me. Um, we it somehow turned to what are terrible Christmas songs, and I was like, uh, all I want for Christmas is you is the worst Christmas song of all time. Mariah Carey's the most overrated vocalist of all time. <laughs> just the hate I got. I'm surprised Tom actually showed up here today uh, because of those statements. Yeah, I was looking for new co-hosts, but <laughs> nobody did. was willing to do 110% of the work. I don't do 110%. You kind of do. It's like 97. Yeah. You contribute 3%. <laughs> I'm I'm the one percent. Yeah, see, with that attitude, no wonder he likes Mariah Carey. I don't know what that means. I don't either, <laughs> but because I have taste, I don't know. Bougie. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the UK, things are getting weird. <laughs> oh, like... <laughs> we dropped that quickly. <laughs> I didn't know where that bit was going to keep going, so I was like, I wasn't eh. sure if we were talking about more Christmas music. We we're going to fight over Grandma. Road got ran over by a reindeer no we'll save that we're uh, we'll save that for a christmas edition uh the worst christmas song is christmas shoes yeah, that's correct we did christmas, a, shoes. christmas shoes is what we were looking for sorry only second uh, grandma got run over by a reindeer i think was the second worst i think is what we picked yeah because at least i got enjoyment out of that at one time no one can enjoy the christmas shoes song no it's terrible and then some people were chiming in saying wonderful christmas time and those are the people that don't like fun. It's jaunty. It's so much fun. I love that song. Also, it's freaking Paul McCartney and Wings. How is it not good? Like, it's it's silly. I mean, that's that's what a lot of Christmas music's meant to be. It's just kind of silly, older music or whatever. Yeah, it's meant It's meant to brighten your spirit and your soul on a cold winter's day with a glass of eggnog in your hand. Sugar cookie. Did you just eat eggnog? I do not do the eggnog. Oh, my God. Who are you? We were having this discussion yesterday uh, because my wife is watching one of the 800,000 Food Network (laughs) 
holiday cooking challenge right. shows. It's how they film a new month full of them every year. And this this was one that wasn't like it. It's like the tournament single elimination eight week type thing. So I don't know if they started in like Halloween and they'll end at Christmas. <laughs> but uh, and we're just burning through them because they're they're on demand. So all right, you don't have to wait. But one of them was. Um, you had to add a swirl of eggnog to whatever See, it is that perfect, you were creating. Tom. It had to be a swirl. It couldn't just be, oh, I've had, you had to swirl it in some way. Ooh. So somebody made like the challah bread, uh, French toast, and he took the oh, uh, eggnog and mixed it with like the maple syrup and kind of did little swirls Ooh. as the pool. And then that didn't come out as well as he thought it would, but, but it, it didn't sounds, eliminate it. It sounds delicious. Anything like Challah bread, French toast is just quality. But but the one woman was talking about, she's like, I don't like eggnog, so how am I supposed to work with this? People who don't like eggnog also don't like fun. But I found that most of the people, for whatever reason, were not using nutmeg, and that's kind of the concept of eggnog. Yeah. How do you not use eggnog and nutmeg? Like, Roll it back, flip it, reverse it. Yes. If you're, if you're, making, if you're making some kind of cookie or whatever it is that has an eggnog flavor to it and you're not using a crap ton of nutmeg oh yeah you screwed up you screwed up big time yeah so i can't remember who actually got eliminated with that round oh well cheaters never pin holiday edition (laughs) holiday baking edition (laughs) um (laughs) we could talk about my medical condition that's true Uh, let's, let's finish the last two wrestling topics okay. I have on the list. Yeah. And then we'll see how much time we need to f- just stretch. You know, Tom will just look over and he'll see me doing the stretch sign in the air. Because <laughs> for some reason we feel, we, we'll fill an hour. I don't really care. Uh, so news kind of came out this week and is that well, then was like quickly tampered down by some of the NXT UK talent that new contracts were being handed out that restricted their work to uh, only NXT UK and the promotions that uh, WWE's partnered with, like Progress and OTT, for instance. Uh, whereas before, they could all kind of freely book themselves as long as it wasn't, you know, uh, contradictory to be on television or at the same time there was an NXT UK obligation. <laughs> um, why are they all bitching about this? I don't understand. Because it's Vince McMahon trying to destroy the whole concept of, you know, independent promotions. So they're buying up all the talent and they're not letting them work anywhere else. So the British independent scene is going to die now. No, it's not. But haven't be Yeah, it's not. Like, be grateful that these guys now are getting, they've gotten a pay increase with this too. And yeah, it's going to restrict them now, but they're still get they're still part of the biggest platform on the planet. So their their exposure opportunities higher than it ever could have been just working uh Rev Pro and uh any of the other nine million indie promotions in Brit Wrestling right now. Well, but I've heard one of the concerns too was the fact that the NXT UK shows weren't drawing and Part of that concern was that, well, I can see this NXT UK talent on an NXT UK show for 
20 pounds sterling or whatever, or I can see it at my little independent show for five shillings copper P. <laughs> yeah. I, Quid. But, yeah, and I get that, because I, I think if you kind of look around at the, the UK scene right now, it's super saturated. Yeah. Like, in the last three or four years, that scene just kind of really took off. Because there is so much good talent there. And the good part is that's now created a pipeline of more good talent. So there's still going to be massive amounts of good talent to fill things. But, I mean, you can get mad all you want, but these people signed a WWE contract. If the terms change, they can, they're, I'm sure they're free to leave or right. not sign the contract if they don't agree. And I mean, but don't make it sound like I just hate people trying to make it sound like it's a hardship being put on this talent. When, okay, well, don't sign the contract and leave. Right. And, and exactly. That's the thing. It's like they can leave if they like that independent life so much. They can walk away from that WWE contract and go and work all the independent shows that they want to, which is fine. Yeah. But don't don't rip on the people that have signed. And I think that's one of the. I think somebody was talking about, like, say, one of the guys. It's like, well, now, you know, he'll work eight shows instead of working, like, 200 shows and still probably end up getting paid the same. Yeah. Be grateful this will increase the longevity of these guys' careers. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, So I guess we can kind of move on to a pin mail topic that came in. Okay. Pin mail. You know, you'd think I'd prepare these songs. Pin mail, pin mail, pin mail. Ooh, is that like the? It's like the sexy version. <laughs> oh, I like that. All right, so we got one in this week, and it came in on Monday night, and you kind of went into it on Twitter when it came in. But uh, this is from at douchebag Saint John. Yeah, that's as close as we're gonna get to the uh, language issue. Yeah. Damn is fine. I've said that plenty tonight. Yeah, but yeah. It's as far as it's going to get. Two weeks in a row, and and that that is that is technically a feminine hygiene product. So I mean, <laughs> could we get a dental dam sponsor? Could we get a sponsor at all? We do. It's called Amazon.com. They don't know about it yet. Shh. They wouldn't know if they built HQ two here. Would you like to be a sponsor? Yeah. Hit up me or JC on Twitter. Yeah, you don't even have to pay. Just... <laughs> I mean, if we like your stuff, just send us something free yeah. and we'll plug it for like four months. Yeah, this isn't real radio. We will accept your payola. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's the pin mail. I was not an ECW guy back in the day, so my only Shane Douglas exposure is WCW at the end. I say that because I genuinely don't get what the big deal about him was. Can you guys give me an idea on why he was such a quote unquote thing back then? This is a topic I need to leave purely to Tom. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm old. Um, and Sh- and he was part of the Shane Douglas fan club. Yeah. I, I, there's a picture of me somewhere in a Shane Douglas t-shirt, bright yellow from back in the ECW days. It's one of the few. I had a handful of ECW shirts. But, okay, so Shane Douglas in ECW. Uh, Shane Douglas actually got kind of associated with ECW big time. Primarily with the start when 
Eastern Championship Wrestling became Extreme Championship Wrestling. Uh, 94, I guess, they had the NWA World Title Tournament uh, to kind of resurrect the NWA World Heavyweight Title, uh, which Shane won over uh, Too Cold Scorpio at an ECW show. They had Shane accept the belt, and he started to cut a promo, then proceeded to take the belt and throw it down on the ground, completely double-crossing Dennis Corluzzo, who was the head of the NWA at the time, Mm -hmm. and proceeded to cut a huge promo saying how this belt right here, because he was ECW heavyweight champion at the time, this is the only belt that I consider to be at the top world championship level. That was the transition that ECW went from considering their title just to be a heavyweight title to a quote-unquote world heavyweight title. Mm -hmm. And that's what made this kind of transition from ECW to be this little regional promotion to attempt to be something bigger. And that was kind of their first push away from being Eastern Championship Wrestling towards Extreme Championship Wrestling. Right, from there, I think pretty much after that night, they changed the name because they didn't want to seem too regional. Eastern Championship Wrestling is regional. So from then on, um, Shane kind of got this reputation as a shooter, at least in uh, interview segments, where he would drop references that nobody wanted you to hear. Like he was going <laughs> to say the real stuff about Dick Flair. And um, he would talk about backstage stuff and things that happened at WWF when he was there for a short period of time before he actually went there as Dean Douglas. And then he would talk about the WWF when he went back after the whole Dean Douglas thing. Um but that was his thing. He would go on these long interviews that cut through and supposedly shot on the wrestling industry. And back in, we we say it now and we kind of joked about how the work shoot thing is kind of like, kind of cool now. But in 1995, dude, this was groundbreaking. Oh my God, can you believe this? We're holding our observers in the air like, this guy is awesome. Cornette's having a stroke in Cornette. the corner. Cornets like loading up that tennis racket with like everything that you can load a tennis racket with. <laughs> Horseshoes, I guess. I don't know what you. I actually like. I, you'd have to cut them up though. Yeah, fit in the it slides. It, I, anyway, but uh, Shane had a reputation before that as a a really good worker that could have had good stamina. He could work a 30 minute match, 45 minute match back when those things still existed. So he still had that kind of reputation going in, but for something like ECW that was kind of main, trying to enter the mainstream, Shane was the guy that you knew. He was the guy that was uh, WCW world tag team champions with um, Ricky Steamboat he was, you know, he had been, an, he was a dynamic dude, damn it. Yeah. He was an established guy. All these other guys were kind of like, I don't want to say washed up, but like just cup of coffee guys that would come in. But Shane Shane was the star, and that that's where he got his big exposure from. And unfortunately, as time went on, he got injured and... Uh, injuries slowed him down a bit, gained a few pounds here and there. Uh, and by the time he ended up taking the next deal over to go to WCW, 
Um, he was pretty much past his prime at that point. But yeah, so if you're if you're basing it on WCW, I can totally understand <laughs> what why you wouldn't necessarily see anything because he could still talk halfway decent, but he wasn't that great in the ring. No. But I mean, I mean, they saw him as a body guy. Yeah, when they brought him in, they you know. That you you look back and <clears throat> excuse me you look back and you you see his look all right he's gonna fit in here you look at the the body of work that he you know put together in ECW oh yeah and this is at the time but they want to start trying to get edgier yeah okay he's gonna fit here but they just weren't able to put the legs under him to kind of bring that to a truly national stage and this was a time when WCW was just trying to just flat out murder ECW they were yeah. buying any person they could find on the roster and bring them in they brought in sandman and called him hack you know they they (laughs) they developed a complete hardcore division just to bring in these guys uh they brought in every cruiserweight that they could find it Mm -hmm. just they were going out they brought in stevie richards they brought in like perry saturn they were bringing in pretty much anybody that would take the contract all the cruiserweights yeah and at that, and they didn't, they didn't know what to do with them, but they, they had them, damn it. Yeah. So, well, I think a lot of that stems from knowing the kind of partnership they had with Vince, right? The ECW had with Vince and, you know, Bischoff trying to want to, you know, poke the bear a bit more there. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, it was part of what WCW was trying to do at the time. They were just throwing money at the competition or that was a pure business decision. They were throwing money at like a competitor to try to put it out of business. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately they went out of business because so did ECW. All that money still needed to get paid, but yeah. (laughs) Right. That was the only pin mail we had. (laughs) It it got some conversation though. It did. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a good Shane Douglas primer. Yeah. I've had I've listened to to Tom talk about Shane Douglas quite a bit over the years. So as soon as I saw that question come in, and I saw the like almost immediate response pop up on Twitter, I was like, "All right, we're good here." I'm like, I'm out of characters. I got to keep going. <laughs> oh, uh, back to Christmas food talk. <laughs> Do we wrap this one up early this week? I'm I've been sitting here staring at Reddit like, can some news break? <laughs> like, what's happening? Kidney stones suck. Just so you oh, know. Oh yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's talk about Tom's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hope everyone out there did have a good Thanksgiving. I guess we should have let off of that. Was yeah. American Thanksgiving on Thursday? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> oh no, what happened, buddy? Oh no. So I wake up at like six o'clock in the morning and to baste the turkey and you know that stuff. Well, I, I had stuff planned. I had made stuff the night before. Okay, All and right. uh, me and my wife are gonna make stuff. And I woke up earlier than she did, and I was in a decent amount of pain. And I was like, oh, maybe it'll kind of go away or whatever. Right. And it was on my right side, kind of lower off to the side. And I'm going, this is a bad location for pain to be. <laughs> and yeah. I went to the bathroom, and I'm like, yeah, something's not right. And I'm sitting there in bed, and my wife's like, well... This could be one of several things. Could be just gas. Could be, you know, a kidney stone. Could be appendicitis. We don't know. Right. 
maybe you should go have it checked out. And I'm like, it's Thanksgiving. I don't want to go to the hospital on Thanksgiving. You know, these people are miserable enough as it is. And Mark's like, they're working anyway. Just go. You're going in there with all the people with their cooking injuries. Yeah. It's literally a room full of Victor Rask and Tom. <laughs> yeah. So, so many sweet potatoes. <laughs> so I went in there and they put me through a CT scan and... They're like, yep, you have a kidney stone. Go home. Yep. Because there's not, unless your kidney stone is abnormally large. There's nothing to do. You just got to do it yourself. They're not going to cut you open and Mm -mm. try to operate on that. They're like, yep, it's going to come out eventually. Or even like the ultrasonic stuff where they can try to just break it up a little bit. But then you're still going to deal with several smaller ones, which will not be fun. Yeah. So... They loaded me up with painkillers. Yay. Yay. We should have done the show then. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been interesting. (laughs) No, I was just pretty much miserable there. I haven't found a good enough painkiller that actually gets me loopy like that. Uh, (laughs) Painkillers just kind of put me to sleep. Um, So we'll get uh, some, you know, we do run a wrestling podcast. so I'm sure we can find a guest that can help you find a (laughs) painkiller to get you loopy. Yeah, we'll find a... uh, Find a fanny pack somewhere. Yeah. But it will only be Selma. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it worked for some of those guys. The ones that are still alive. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I went home and felt miserable for the rest of the evening. And the following evening was when it actually passed. Which, yay. But Boo and yay at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's nice not to be in pain. But it's... I had heard people go, oh, well, it's it's as bad as childbirth, you know, like, well, mine wasn't that big, so I'm not going to put it that comparison. Right. Like, I watched three kids get born, and <laughs> me peeing wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's not a good comparison for anything. But, um, yeah, it, it wasn't pleasant. Zero out of ten would not recommend. All right. It's our product review of kidney stones. Yeah. Do not put things in your kidney. <laughs> not even blood. No. No, just, just keep them. Well, I guess you want to keep them moving because you don't want them to dry out and stop working. That's true. Yeah. So drink water. Lots, Lots of, of water. water. Yeah. I'm drinking water right now. It's water with been... ice, which is just more water. Ooh, yeah. It's it's like free water. It's bonus bonus water. If it gets warmer, my water gets more watered down. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Which ruins the flavor. <laughs> I've been I've been fighting a cold since like Sunday, because I'm pretty sure some of the unwashed masses brought it into the mall with them this weekend. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, it's just like nasal congestion, but uh, yeah, plenty of water and vitamin C and everything to keep that going. So I meant- feel like I sound. A little different today, too. Mental mental note, I'll get that flu shot tomorrow. Yes. Go go find your flu shot. Uh, maybe they're in stock somewhere near you, because uh, nowhere near here, they're in stock. And oh. I have to check. Yeah, like both Walgreens can't. They're like, oh, we're out. We got the over 65. I'm like, well, that doesn't help me. I have gray hair, so. <laughs> Tom, can you go ahead and get it and just bring it out to me? Dude, I have gray hair and a cane. And oh, a, yes. And the handicap parking placard so did they already mail you your aarp uh <laughs> application 
I've, I've been getting them for, we used to get those at the house. Like my dad used to get them and he was not old enough at the time. And he, he used to piss him off big time. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like, I feel like I remember when my parents started getting them and they were like, hell yeah, discounts. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, that's what I, I could be completely wrong, and if I am, I'm sure I'll hear about it tomorrow morning once this publishes. Well, that's what AARP is. It's just AAA. I mean, except, yeah, different. That's all it is. And it's, a, and it's a huge, it's a huge lobbying group. That's all they are. Yeah. So, cheaters never politics. Cheaters never retire. Oh. So, Tom, when we're both, like, living in Vero Beach in, like, 40, 50 years, and we're kicked back recording this podcast. Damn, you don't really know how old I am, do you? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, Tom. My hologram continues the podcast long after I've passed. I'll have, a, I'll have, enough, uh, I'll have enough Tom recorded. I can feed it into the cloud, and it'll know what you were going to say, and it'll, it'll just be like you're here. Just be the Tom soundboard. Yeah, but it'll automatically generate a full conversation back with me. Ha ha, Mariah Carey, Shane Douglas, ha ha. Something, something NWA on my TV. <laughs> Vern Gagne. <laughs> Killed a man. All right, so uh, we should probably just go ahead and bail out of this episode. I think we're done here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. There wasn't much to talk about this week, so... With a shitty WWE, and then uh, the week after Thanksgiving, it's a very quiet you, you time. Almost got through. Oh no! <laughs> the last two weeks, it's been it's been the last five minutes. So close. That's all right. Hey, you know what? If I can keep it to one a week, we're okay. I don't know why WWE is on a ship. <laughs> ship. <laughs> These pop filters are working overtime tonight. Doing well. Mine <laughs> keeps dropping, so. Yeah, that one I gotta I gotta tighten up a little bit on the. Uh, of course, that mic lives lives in the uh, studio closet <laughs> until Tom shows up. I won't. No, I have nothing to say about. All that. right, Tom, tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Go to the Twitter machine at Mister Workrate at Mr Workrate. <laughs> you can find me on all recipes, I guess, as also at Mister Workrate. Really. But- no, probably not, but oh, no. we're going to Google this. We're going to delay the show a hot minute here. No, I don't actually have an account. <laughs> oh. I just want to see if somebody does. I mean, I've been In the complete silence of me Googling. <laughs> uh, Let's see. If you happen to go to other social media things, you can always try to search for Mr. Workrate and find allrecipes.com all Mr. Workrate did not return any results. I just broke your monitor. I did. Jesus. I just destroyed the studio. There, it's coming back. Power's uh, coming back. Oh, okay, apparently. Just just don't do that. that yeah, we'll just leave it there. That cord, that cord is tight. Yeah, it's, it's keeping it tight. Anyway. Uh, you can find me on the internet at jcbobbit, J-C-B-O-B-B-I-T-T. Wherever finer social media is purveyed. You can find the show on Twitter at Cheaters MVR Pin. Like us on Facebook. Give us that big blue thumbs up. You can find us on your Roku. Search in your channel store for the Cheaters Never Pin app. Download it. Listen to us in your favorite room of the house. There's so many of you now. Yeah, thank you to the 700 plus installations we've had of this app. That's not counting all the... Well, that. The number would be higher, but I backed out the uninstall number. 
So thank you to all those folks. Uh, be sure to catch us on your uh, Amazon Alexa devices at our Cheaters Never Pin update skill to your flash briefing to hear the news of the wrestling world uh, every Monday through Friday morning. I mean, that's just JC. That's not me. So Tom doesn't know it. I, I don't give a damn if you're doing it. Tom's recording the one for tomorrow today. Ooh. So he doesn't know that yet. I'm excited now. I have to write it first, though. <laughs> I'll just talk about my urinary tract. Ooh, fun. <laughs> Cheaters never piss. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem Thursday. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll uh, that'll do it. Hopefully next week, maybe there'll be uh, some wrestling news to talk about or something interesting so we don't go into long diatribes on Christmas food, Mariah Carey, and Tom's urinary tract. Yeah, because I'm running out of insurance, so I can't do any more personal injuries next week. <laughs> Yep, so that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening, as always. Uh, Be sure to follow us on all those places. So uh, we'll catch you next week. I'm JC. I'm Tom. And we'll catch you on the flip side.